All right, y'all. I said it once and I'll say it again. I am very grateful and thankful and so happy that you guys continue to listen to my podcast. And again, I said I did not spend money on this equipment and invest time like this and sit here and write out things that I'm going to talk about for no reason. So thank you very much. So today we are going to be talking about something that I, again, if you follow me on social media, you know I talk about this stuff. Well, actually, I lie. I don't talk about this stuff because I feel like, again, if I don't explain it orally, like I am right now, people will interpret a sentence or two and take it the wrong way. So now that I have this podcast, I'm able to express in detail why I feel the way that I do about this topic, performative activism. And if you don't know what that means, just keep on listening and you're going to find out. So as you know, we are well aware that we're living in an age where everyone has an opinion and always has something to say, kind of like I do. And that's why I have a podcast. However, is constantly repeating your message to the point of being obnoxiously repetitive, actually accomplishing anything. Since really the beginning of time in history, people have done everything from riot to peacefully protest to silently express their, you know, stance on issues. And we've heard, you know, the cries of people who have been done wrong by various groups throughout history and which many true and real emotions have actually translated into real change. But lately, however, the way this younger generation or rather today's modern generation tries to get their message across is it's downright like cringe. And I've said it before, and if you follow me again on social media, you know that I've always said I refuse to get a TikTok. I'm not downloading anything. And my friend's like, you should get it because, you know, you would go viral for all your rants. And I don't want to be somebody who just complains, you know, online all the time. Um, And I'm not going to download it. I just refuse. But when I do come across these TikToks that are shared, like via Instagram or Twitter, I honestly, I can't help but roll my eyes sometimes because just somebody's pure image alone, just as soon as they appear on the screen, I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't even listen to you. Because right off the bat, they already look crazy and I just can't. But again, like I said, if you don't have Twitter, you should probably get it because that's where I get a lot of my information. Again, because it's not as heavily censored as it is on you know, Facebook and Instagram and I'm constantly getting shadow banned. I'm constantly getting, like I posted a workout video the other day where I mentioned nothing I just posted a workout video and I said that people should stay healthy and have three habits to keep them healthy, creative, and make money. And for some reason I got flagged and put, um, they had like a COVID, like whatever message on it. And I'm like, I didn't even talk about that. So somebody's watching me. Somebody doesn't want me to keep talking. I don't know. But anyways, back to Twitter. One of my favorite accounts, and it's just so funny because it's so ridiculous, is called Libs of TikTok. And I probably mentioned it before if I didn't, whatever. But it's called Lips of TikTok. And the point of that account is to kind of feature some of the most absurd people who already image-wise, like you can't take them seriously because, you know, the hair's crazy, the makeup's crazy, and they're trying to convey some serious message to get you to take them seriously. And you just look at them and you're like, yeah, no, I'm not listening to you. But these people are extremely overly emotional people who are reactive about every single thing and want you to feel sorry for them for every single thing and 
these people are of a, they seem to be of the same nationality. I'm not going to get into it, but they seem like the only problems they've ever had in the world is figuring out what hair color they want to choose that day. And most of the time, these people are talking about acceptance or gender equality or pronouns or, you know, things that don't even make sense. But they go on with their terms and made up words that they come up with every single day. And you sit there and watch it and you're like, you are literally convincing nobody with your message. So whenever they do, again, say these things, again, that is more of a performative activism. They are doing the most and they're being super extra to try to get their message across. And I'm like, I don't know who you're convincing. I mean, talking to the general public, what is that going to do? I don't know. If you go up to people who actually make laws and rules um, looking the way you do, I don't know who's actually going to listen to you. But anyways, let's rewind to the Met Gala that just happened. And if you know me, you know I love fashion. I love everything about just picking out new clothes and wearing things that are unique and, you know, wearing stuff that nobody would even dare to wear. And the Met Gala, of course, is a high fashion event that only the who's who are invited to. But we know that celebrities and the celebrities that are there are used to endorse messages and promote things that maybe they don't even agree with, but they're told they have to. And we are now, and people are realizing that now these celebrities are becoming more and more ridiculous and out of touch with the everyday common person. And I've told people like, I, yes, there is racial issues here in America, but I feel like there is more of a class issue here because if somebody looks like you, but they have more money, I'm pretty sure they're not going to feel like they're equals to you. And I definitely, I definitely don't hate you know, somebody who's successful, I'm not a hater, like, do you make as much money as you want to? Like, that is why we live in America. I don't get jealous of anybody. I could care less, like, what you have going on. But I would, what I do not like is a hypocrite. Somebody who says they're going to do something or is for one thing and does the complete opposite. And you sit here now and you're watching these celebrities and these politicians starting to enforce or well, one, enforce rules, and then the celebrities who are endorsing messages that they themselves don't follow. And with this Met Gala, the theme this year was American independence. And that left room for plenty of room for interpretation. So some people took it a negative way, and some kind of were a little bit positive about it. And I'm not sure how many of you actually care about fashion or any type of award show, but as I was scrolling through social media feeds, I saw a lot of outfits that I actually liked. But then came the people, the celebrities, who had certain messages on their outfits. And this is the part where I say it's totally cringe and completely unnecessary. Again, performative activism. And let's start with this woman who I just can't stand anymore. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, AOC, if you guys know who she is. She is a congresswoman out of New York. You know, she's young because we're around the same age, so that makes her young. And over the course of the last year and a half, I've grown to like not like her because she wants to say that she, you know, grew up poor. She's like everybody else. She's like the everyday person, the working class. I used to be a bartender, blah, 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 blah. But not anymore. She is in a different tax bracket than a lot of other people. So you can say, oh, yeah, I used to, 
you know, be like this. But at the end of the day, you're not that person anymore. I don't care what people say. Like, she's completely different. So she goes and she cries about the poor and this and the people of color and blah, 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 blah. But then turns around and does the complete opposite. So you should have seen pictures. Maybe if you did. She wore a dress that said, tax the rich while attending this event that was reported to be about $30,000 a person to get in. And now whether somebody paid for it or somebody just let her in or whatever, to me, it's like, why did you wear that? You're making a statement to who? A room full of rich people? Like, uh, I'm not sure. So it was very, to me, done in very poor taste because she walks around and has these people, first of all, uh, everyone assistance and the help in masks while everyone else is celebrities and the people who are invited don't have to wear them. So right there, I was already like, all of you lose credibility because you are the same people who every single day on TV are moaning and crying about being safe, being protected, blah, 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 blah. And then you turn around and you're doing the exact same thing that you don't like people doing, or you say you don't like people doing. So again, performative activism, everything is just for the cameras, just to make people look good. But at the end of the day, you're going to have to let that narrative go. But anyways, I'm getting off topic, y'all. So performative activism. This is coming from a person who cries about things all the time. And I could go on and on about her because she gets on my nerves. But this is about the outfits. And we also had, you know, people like Megan Rapinoe. She's on the women's U.S. soccer team, and she had a clutch that said, in gay we trust, and you also had Kara Delavine or whatever her name is. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right, but she wore a vest that said, Peg the Patriarchy. I'm not even going to get into that one, but you understand. Then we had Congresswoman and activist Carolyn B. Maloney, who had her dress And it said in big, big letters all the way down like a train. And it said equal rights for women printed across. She also had a bag purse that said era. Yes. Printed on it. Now, of course, I'm for, you know, people having equal rights or whatever. But what I'm asking is, are these messages being conveyed to the right people? What are these messages actually doing? And people say, well, it's bringing awareness what does that even mean? We've seen people protest and we've seen everything again from people being quiet to peaceful marches. And then you have people going up to random strangers eating dinner, knocking over their food on tables with megaphones, yelling in their faces, trying to make a statement. It's like, what is that doing? Why are people talking to these regular ordinary people who like us, who aren't able to make change and we are able to make change within each other but i'm talking about real change then they had you chanting i can't breathe marching all over the place and then turned around and put a mask on you for over a year we're going on two years now now i could go deeper into what i feel that that is whenever they allow protesting and riots and the masses and the thousands and they totally discredit and ignore the fact that it's still a group of a lot of people but they want that energy they want that emotion it's called energy harvesting 
and they use that to channel something more sinister for their own benefit. But again, I'll save that later for another podcast. But at the end of the day, who are we actually talking to with these performative pieces with this, you know, fake messages? Because again, yes, like AOC, she's a congresswoman, whatever. But is anything really going to change? Are they really, really wanting you to have equal rights? Are they really wanting you to just do amazing in life? No. You know why? Because who can they control then? If everyone's doing great and everyone's good on their own, there's nobody to control. So does change happen by law or does change happen within just everyday ordinary people? Can we ever reach a place where everyone's going to agree on the same thing? I, I think that people need to come to the conclusion that they can't change anyone's mind on certain topics. And most of the time when they try to, when they try to people aren't genuine about it. They just do it to get you to shut up. But I honestly feel like people are starting to see that now because they realize that it is wasted energy because this has been happening for years and years and years, decades. All this screaming, hooping, and hollering out in the streets. And, and what is happening? What is changing? Nothing. It's just, you know, it's something that people are doing just to make it look like they did something. And then they turn around and go home and, you know, they're outside for a day or two. And then they're like, ah, that's enough. And people just forget about it. And people do stuff. And you can, you already know, people do stuff just to look good, to make it seem like you're on the right side, make it seem like you are doing the right thing in the world. And, you know, so you can get a hand clap and a round of applause. And I am not somebody who will do that. I had somebody ask me, were you going to come out and protest? Protest for what? What is it doing? Like, I'm sorry. Like, I am all, again, I am for the, the common man, the everyday person. But I know that this stuff that they're allowing you to do is just turning around and like laughing at you about it. Like if you really sit there and, and dig deep and really look at the bigger picture, what are you doing? You're wasting your time. And it isn't to say that the subject or whatever you're passionate about or upset about is a waste of time, but you have to go to the right people. If you want real change, making a TikTok. I mean, that's cool. Yes, like it brings awareness, but what does awareness do? What is posting an infographic going to do online when you know people just click through your stories? Nobody's even sitting there really reading stuff. We have got to, again, come to and have a reality check. Like, I, I am glad, I'm actually glad that some people that I know have come to their senses and have realized like that they're wasting their time with a lot of these things. But again, these little internet things and this whining and complaining, and let's just make a little video about whatever. And why you're not calling me they, them like what wasted time. It's wasted time. And again, at the end of the day, you cannot, no matter how much you want to scream at the top of your lungs, you're not going to get every single person or a majority or all people to agree on a certain topic. Like, just give it up already. You're wasting your energy. I hate to say it. Everyone's not going to like every single race. Everyone's not going to like everything about gender and the sex stuff and all the things that people are talking about now. Like, it is impossible to get everyone to be on board together from masks to vaccines to anything. People. 
give it up. I'm sorry to be the bearer of bad news, but sometimes truth hurts. And you have to understand that we are all different. And you know that we are all different. And why can't people understand that we can coexist again, being different? Why would you want to be around people who think exactly like you, like no other differing opinions. You don't grow like that. You don't grow as a people like that. Now, yes, of course, you are going to hang around people who share your same interests, but there are things that you can learn from people who, again, don't think like you, that you wouldn't think that you needed information that you needed, just an opinion that you needed. Can we all just stop pretending that we are doing things for the greater good when you know you're not, because there are so many things that you don't think about every single day and to complain about it, knowing that it doesn't even affect your life. It doesn't affect your life on the day to day. It doesn't affect your life that somebody 3000 miles away doesn't want to wear a mask. It really doesn't. And I, and I, of course I keep talking about masks because that's what's relevant right now. It's still going on. Some people, some of you don't Uh, feel an impact on it, but people like me, we still do. And uh, I'm just kind of over it. But again, performative activism, pretending that you are for a cause, trying to make people applaud you and, and make you seem like you're such a good person when at the end of the day, you're not going to do anything about it. And you're wasting your time. You know, you're wasting your time and you know that you have wasted your time on some things and it's okay. Some of you have grown from it, you've learned from it, and you realize like, hey, what has this actually done? Nothing. So from here on out, people, adopt the mentality of that has nothing to do with me. And of course, I I don't want you to just say like, or think that I don't want you to care about anything and that we shouldn't care about anything because we should. But you have to understand and, and look at, again, I keep saying bigger picture, I hate being repetitive, but if you go deep and you realize who is behind all of these things that they're wanting your energy from, you are going to realize that they are putting you and spinning you around and you are just going in a circle and you're getting nowhere. You're winding back up in the same exact place. So we have to find who we actually need to go to directly to make change and stop doing things just to look good. Because at the end of the day, who do you actually need to impress? Nobody is that important. I'm sorry, but nobody in my life, and I mean, I'm not going to say nobody, but 99% of the people that I know aren't that important that I feel like I need to impress them and make sure that I am on the right side of history or whatever it is that it needs to be because it doesn't even matter. So again, I'd like to close out by saying, Stop being so performative because now we've reached a place where people will see right through you. Worry about the things that you can control and don't try to control anybody else and how they 